There's a drive in Kelly for like serious self-worth. Get curious about sex. I'm not only going to woo my partner, but I'm going to woo myself. And then meditate. I'm like, oh my God, I'm a monk. You're not always in control. And it was like pride, not have periods, not have emotions. I'm going to need to feel everything. I found in those shattered pieces my truth. We're just piling more shame and judgment on top of the original problem. You're sick. Your body's revolting against you. Epstein-Barr virus, cytomegalovirus. These are things that can be simmering on you that you don't know. And they're the trigger for your problem. Making the connection between your mind and your body, your emotional needs. That is how we heal. You're listening to a Soul Fire Productions podcast. As a part of our Soul Fire online retreat series, we have my incredible somatic therapist, Heike Hudson. Let me tell you, this woman has absolutely transformed my life. I, with Connor, went through uh, her somatic therapy program with her husband, Jonathan, and I continue to work with her over the phone every other week still. And the amount of insight and growth that I have experienced with her is remarkable. I really don't have the words to put into it. In this episode... We get into an entire journey of movement, breath work, and sound, and that is what somatics is based on. And really releasing the anxiety, the fear, the trauma, the emotions that we're storing in our bodies and getting them out so that we can be true to who we are, authentic, genuine, and show up the way we so desire and to be in a state of pleasure and not just sexual pleasure. Of course, that is the foundation for the work that they do, but pleasure within your body, joy, playfulness, and fun. And given the state of where we are right now, I'm so grateful that Heiko would take the time to guide us through a journey of movement. Everyone on the call got up, moved their bodies, made sounds, touched their arms and their legs and their necks and their heads, whatever made them feel really good. And so this will be an incredible show for an involved, interactive movement, breathwork experience for you. This is different than anything I've ever done, which we're in a situation we've never been in before. So why wouldn't we do this? And I can't wait for you guys to join us in this experience. It's really, really beautiful. And it made a profound impact on everyone involved. So if you want to know more about Jonathan and Heike Hudson, you can go to sextraordinaryliving.com, find out more about their somatic program and get to know your body, your awareness and get connected. And before we get into this show, just a reminder, Connor and I have our new podcast, Okay Babe, and we have been talking a lot about of course, coronavirus, being stuck in our houses, and everything that we are witnessing and experiencing in our relationship. And Heike and I get into this a bit on this show, but I would love for you guys, if you want some insight into navigating relationships during this time, what this looks like and our takes on the current state of affairs globally, Okay Babe is definitely the place for you. And we would love to engage with you. If you love the show, share it with your friends, leave a review, send us a screenshot, and I am happy to send you a little gift 
online because I'm not trying to go to the post office right now, but I have lots of amazing gifts to share with you all. So head over to OK Babe on Apple Podcasts, subscribe and leave a review and make sure you send me a screenshot so I can get you that present. All right, let's get over to this one with the incredible Heike Hudson. Hello, everyone. Welcome back for another panel. We're so excited. Unfortunately, Heike's husband, Jonathan, hurt his back, so he is chilling on the couch right now because that's the only place he can be. (laughs) But we are so excited to have you with us. Heike, everyone knows about you. If they listen to my show, I talk about you almost every single show and credit you with so much of the growth and transformation that I've been through over the last year. And we continue to work together on a biweekly basis. And I'm so grateful for just the way you've really helped me move from my head and into my heart and let go of so many of the limiting beliefs and things and stories that I've held onto for so long and, and held in my body that caused me pain and chronic illness and, and sadness and, and all of these feelings that I've been able to work through with you guys. And I'm really thrilled that you are open to joining us today and talking about what somatics is and how we can use somatics in this time of crisis and unknown and uncertainty to really bring us into our bodies and reconnect. So I usually lead this, but I'm handing this over to Heike because she is the queen and we're going to have somewhat of a makeshift therapy session that everyone gets to be involved in and you're going to lead us on a journey. So Heike, the floor is yours. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Kelly. And of course, you were the superstar client as well. (laughs) So powerfully. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Just give me what I need to know and learn and I'm just going to do it. And um, and that's somatics, right? It is like this being um, in our heads, like most of us live our lives so much in our heads. And then obviously in all the fear of the future and right now, this is all magnified. It's like this, what's going to bring tomorrow and in a month and how am I going to pay the bills and and what's all going to happen and am I safe? And safety is obviously one of the big things we're looking right now for in these uncertain times. It's, we just really don't know what's going to happen even the next moment right now. And so um, somatics is, while you know, you went through the program, which goes a lot deeper and it, it deals with trauma and, and all of the past baggage. Right now, this session today is really exciting for me because I'm working with so many clients right now on that. Like we don't talk about deeper stuff right now. We're just talking about how can I center right now? How can I ground right now? How can I just take that deep breath and, and feel... I'm safe. I'm here and and we're going to make it through. And yes, it's not going to be easy, but we're going to make it through. And all the way over there is such a, it's a chance right now to create a whole new systems and paradigm and, and everything. And so um, somatics basically really is breath, sound and movement. And it kind of deals with the animal, like the body to me always feels like the animal is primal. It has immense wisdom and and of course, it can get stressed out as well. And I'm sure on this call, there's a lot of very sensitive um, people as well that just really feel not just their own stuff, but also the whole collective, what's going on. And yeah, we can go crazy if we're not doing kind of our daily thing. So today, as I'm, as I'm guiding all of you through this journey, um, we can do this anytime. And it's really a tool of whenever we feel like... Oh, we're just going completely crazy 
Um, coming back to the breath, I know you have even breath um, like sessions here in this, and and it is it's the tool to bring us back into the moment. And then obviously today we're going to take it deeper and move this whole body animal <laughs> and making the sounds. And that is what somatics is: breath, sound, and movement, and to bring more space again to release all that's kind of bothering us right now and creating more space and to come to that place of inner peace again. So, yeah. Um, I don't know if there's anything else that you feel the audience should know. Otherwise uh, we will go on a journey. I think, why don't you start? And then at the end, if anything comes up or if I feel like it would be helpful to share anything else, we can bring that up. But I think you're, you're on a good, good start here. All right, good. So then I invite everyone right now to actually, before we go in there, if you do have other people living with you and you're there right now, or you're listening later to it, please let them know that you might be making some sounds so that they're not going to be alarmed or, <laughs> or get concerned. Um, because we don't know, we, we're going to leave the space open to release whatever wants to be released right now. And then I would like everyone to just get comfortable and find a comfortable position to really sit down and start following your breath and really becoming present. In this moment, it's not about what happened yesterday, what's going to happen tomorrow or even in the next hour, but to just really start following your breath and taking a few deep breath and expanding your belly all the way into the core of your being oh. and then seeing if there's with the exhale a sound too that your body wants to make to let go following your breath all the way in thing in fresh the new moment and exhaling the old. <sighs> Just allowing your breath to flow freely and really coming into this moment. And with the next breath again, coming into this moment. This is the only place where we can feel the safety because right now you are safe. You are at home, you have a roof over your head, food in the fridge, and you're just sitting there breathing, following your breath. <sighs> And feeling how good that feels to actually give all the attention to you and to release anything and everything that you just heard, read, or did a moment before. We're coming right here into full presence. Noticing your sit bones and your feet most likely on the ground. And I invite you to start scanning your body. 
and to look for areas that maybe you have to first even come into your body. Coming in and scanning and seeing if there's any areas of discomfort, constriction, tension, pain, or numbness. And when you find these areas, I invite you to place a hand on that area and to focus your breath going into this area. And once again, there might be sounds with your exhale. Sound helps us to release any stuck energy because it literally vibrates your body. And keep on scanning your body, other areas that might be tight. Maybe you need to adjust your seating so that you're really relaxed in this moment and ready for your next breath of freshness and to release more that no longer serves you. Uh, any sounds are welcome. Releasing the old. Starting to feel your whole body and maybe your body actually wants to stretch a little bit and make even more space. Feeling your neck, a lot of tension is held in the neck. And start moving that a little bit and keeping the sounds up, whatever is there, to just let that out. <sighs> and maybe your shoulders or your hips or your arms. Just really feel into the areas that feel a little stuck as you're noticing more because you're finally now coming into your body and having your awareness on the areas where you can with maybe a little stretch create some more space and once again there's usually sounds <sighs> that want to come out at the same time and maybe you want to even start to expand and stretch out your arms and to become a little bigger in that space from always being curled up especially right now, to expanding and getting bigger in your body, with your body. <sighs> and as you feel more into those stretches, especially for women, I invite you to create circles. And there's so many different body parts that we can circle with. Our main one, our pelvic area, where our womb space is, where the center of life is. But for men, it's the same. The she is there. Life force energy always comes from our bellies. And maybe rolling your shoulders or your wrists. 
really feeling into it. What can you undulate or can you circle? Really coming in and in those circles, there's usually also like a little bit of a stretch somewhere. And to creating more and more freedom, freedom of movement, freedom of space in your body. And don't forget the deep breaths and the exhale with sound. And as you start moving, I invite you to take it to the next level and to actually get up with your body. Oh, and see how that feels as you're standing, feeling your feet on the ground. Keep on moving, taking your space. There's no right or wrong, not what looks good, but what feels good from your body. Oh. Really stretching into the fullness of your being with your whole body. Your body wants to play. Your body wants to release. Your body knows how to do this. And as you go there, I also invite you to start shaking your hands and your wrists. And still keep the rest of your body moving too, but focus on shaking and shaking this all out. And with that, really see now in a, on a deeper level, what sounds are there? All of the thoughts that you had and all of the stress and the worries and all of what's going on in this world and not knowing what's happening. There's sounds for that in you. <sighs> and to just really let them out. Let them out as much as you want, as loud as you want, as free as you want. Ah, and go even more into shaking, including your shoulders, your chest, your belly. See that you, and even your head. Just be gentle, but shake it out, shake it out, shake it out, shake it out. <laughs> ah, create that freedom. Maybe your legs now too. How crazy can you actually get in that? How crazy can you look? Because it really doesn't matter, but to your body. And for yourself and for the world, just let it all go. Let it all go, shake it out, shake it out, shake it out, shake it out. Really feel how all of your body parts are coming alive. <sighs> Keep making sounds. With every exhale, just letting everything go. <sighs> then I want you to take a moment and just stand still. Again, follow your breath. Take a couple deep breaths. And now, tuning into your body. <sighs> How is your body feeling now? As you become still. Any other areas that you need to go into a stretch? Creating more space. As you're feeling, as you're Finally feeling your body again all the way to your big toes. 
Feel life vibrating in every cell. And you might want to put your hands onto your body wherever that feels good. And follow your breath. And make the sounds, all the sounds that want to come out of your body. Ah. And listen. Maybe your body is really happy that you're actually there now, that you're paying attention to come and visit all the way in. And from there, let's take it even further and invite pleasure in. And pleasure can look a lot of different ways. We're really only following what feels good. So as you're listening to your body right now, where does your body want to be touched right now? It might be your head, your neck, your shoulders, maybe one shoulder, maybe a hug. Maybe your knees. And just stay there. And as you have your hands on your body, I want you to play with you are touching your body and how that feels from the angle of your hand. And then shift into how it feels to be touched listening from your body, especially for the singles out there, to really place your awareness to receiving the touch and then playing with that, receiving it from you as well as touching you. And then again, check in what would even feel better now? What area would be next that you want to be touched and touch? And then hold there. Or maybe you don't want to hold. Maybe you want to go in circles really slow. Maybe you want to go up and down. Maybe you want to use your nails. Maybe you want to tap. Play with and stay in tune with your body. What touch does your body want right now? Gentle, firm. And again, the question, what would even feel better than this? Where or how? Oh, and with that, there's sounds too. 
really following the pleasure what would feel good like my body right now is saying well i want to sit down and do that so i'm following my body you follow your body whether you want to sit you want to stand you want to lay you want to walk on all fours through the room with your touch and you want to be touched by the fabrics that are on your couch or bed Ah, and really feeling into what would feel even better than this right now. Any area of your body. And whether you caress your body, whether you have firm touch and to really hold yourself in that. How can you fill up? How can you make this even more pleasurable to you? No, don't forget the sounds. And when you have a good place to eventually get to, find that. And hold there. And again, breathe into that. <sighs> and check in how you're feeling right now. How does it feel to be in your body? To have created more space in your body. And to feel more connected with your body. Ah. Become really still just for a moment, nothing to do. Just sitting in this full awareness of your energy, of your body feeling how everything all is well right now. And that this is a place that you can always come to and ground yourself in that. And maybe as you're sitting in this stillness right now, you can even receive some messages, guidance, ideas, thoughts from your body, what else your body is craving, what else would feel good, even after this moment, after this little journey, where you haven't been doing for a while, or more of the good stuff that you have been doing, honoring your body. Staying connected to your body in this beautiful relationship. And maybe you can let your body lead a little bit more. And maybe when you are noticing that you're going into your head, all you need to do is take a few breaths, make some sounds, shake a little, move it. 
go into pleasure and what feels good. And it doesn't take that long. Feel how good it feels to be in this body. So much safer than anywhere else. Right now, right here, in this moment, and in this moment, and in this moment, where you do have all the resources, all the answers. Always back to here, into this moment, into this beautiful, amazing body who knows so much but just wants you to be there, here. So take another deep breath. And maybe give yourself a big hug. Really feeling how you're feeling right now and how easy it is to get there. And thank yourself for taking yourself there. Yes, so it is. Damn, I needed that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Where you've been all my life. <laughs> I felt it was amazing. And I mean, I've done this with you before. We've done the movement and the shaking and the, the cutting cords and the letting go. and making sounds. And for me, using my voice is what lets lets out what feels like trapped anxiety. Because it's like, and I think, you know, this is for all people, but specifically for women, you you and I have talked about this. We trap this anxiety in our bodies. We don't verbalize it. We push it down, push it down, and it sits there and it builds up and then it will manifest into some outburst or anger or crying and we don't know where it's coming from and when you're able to verbalize it and make noises and breathe deeply it's like it unlocks this thing that has been stuck in you it's the most magnificent feeling yeah and if you don't do it then your partner gets it all <laughs> oh, yeah poor connor like call Heike. <laughs> because it builds up and yes it, it wants to go somewhere eventually there is an explosion and all it takes is to really check in, but that's the thing. We're not even aware of what's starting to accumulate until it reaches like, like the highest level. And from there, then we do something. And it's, it's that daily maintenance of, yeah, this, this inner energy hygiene, what I like to call it to incorporate that, especially when the times are harder, when there are more challenges, not just right now, but in general, right? It's like, if there's things happening, it's such a go-to mode, but we tend to actually tense up and freeze and get into shallow breathing. So the complete opposite of what would help in that moment. And, and then we check out. And then we really don't know anymore what's going on in our bodies. And we might then grab all kinds of food and, and anything, right, to, to get us back there. But, and that's what the sounds are doing. So there's breath work, there's sound work, there's movement, meditation, like dance and everything. But let's put this together. Mm-hmm. All of that. And yes, 
and the sounds we're so not used to it. We're not used to sounds in pleasure. And we're not used to just making sounds with an exhale because people think we're crazy. I, I don't even notice that anymore. I can go shopping and it goes, ah, and someone looks at me and is like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I am. I'm just releasing mm-hmm. what is present. For I had a struggle with this when I first started working with you is making noises when that's a barrier, whether it's moving and feeling like you look silly or making noises and feeling like you sound silly, how do we get over that barrier? Again, it's another conditioning, right? Everything has to sound pretty, look pretty, and we got to have our shit together. And, and this is where we're moving. And for men and women, but specifically for women, we are not in this linear thing, right? We, we, we do have all of this happening in us. And, and if we're trying to squeeze us there, then once again, um, all the tension is starting to build up. So it is a practice in not caring. And it's also something to just, just go in your own room. And right now, maybe lock yourself in the car. It's a, such a soundproof room, pretty much, right? But, but yeah, I invite, actually, to first do this on your own, in your own safe, private place. And then from there, take it all the way out. But, yeah, of course, we can't sit in the yoga class and, you know, the fascia gets stretched and emotions come out and, and would, that would be the place to make sounds, but it's inappropriate. So we're also having these situations where we do have to see, you know, how are we really keeping the body going and the sounds going and, um, and create those spaces, those safe spaces. One of the other ways that we've worked through this in movement and sound is a lot of the fear and anger stuff that has come up for me. And, and so it comes out in screaming, hitting pillows, kicking, uh, kind of thrashing around on the bed, crying, just uncontrollable crying. And those are all versions of movement and sound. Yes. Absolutely. And thank you for mentioning that. We're we're here. This this is almost like like a daily maintenance. If if it's like extreme and and I kept this shorter, of course you can go and have a whole hour of you know being the wild woman or the wild man. <laughs> um and to just really use the props. Yes. Um anything, anything that wants to come up. If you're feeling really sad you make the sounds and you let those tears come and you actually intentionally go into wailing like like make it actually bigger even than it is and exaggerate it so that you swing the pendulum from okay i've been really super quiet and i'm holding it all in and go all the way over to the other side and be really loud and expressive so that you find that center where oh, there's an emotion like little kids. There's an emotion. I need to. I'm sad. I cry. Okay, now I laugh. I'm. I'm. I'm scared. I. I need to. You know, cuddle up. I. Whatever it is. Once again, to follow your bodies and, yeah, pillows is one of the best <laughs> for somatics. First and foremost, to be to be safe, and not punching walls. Um, to use a pillow. Um, I don't want to get political, um, but to any person you don't like right now, 
um, and turn the pillow into any of the person the person that has upset you or a way you're feeling like you can't you're, you're feeling like a victim and you can't really let this out um, so pillow using as to to punch that as a person or situation as well as using the pillow really and just um, hitting the couch I, again I wouldn't hit the wall um, but the couch or the bed always safety first but the body wants to move and this is why I always keep saying it is an animal so in nature um, when there is something there is an immediate reaction and it is expressed and it is the big roar or whatever it wants to come out and they don't think about what it looks like it's just like boom there it is and okay now I'm good so catching up with that right now and, and staying on top of that is so important to find these releases. Mm -hmm. If anyone has any questions, please feel free to drop them in. I'm going to, I'm going to continue asking Heike a few questions because I think she's taught me some incredible lessons that Connor and I are actually implementing right now into our daily life because he is driving me crazy <laughs> and I can't get away. Heike, we've slept in separate beds for the last three nights. Yeah. And the only reason I felt permission to do that was because of you. And I'm so grateful because we're not fighting. We're actually in a good spot. We've had little, you know, tiffs and bickers as anyone would being stuck in a house together for weeks. But we really understand the need for space and to have our individual experiences. And I have been crying a lot, just feeling all the emotions of everything. And he is someone who really just wants to be on his own and have space. And so I've gone and slept in the guest room for three nights and it's been amazing. We didn't wake up to each other. We did, we had different mornings. I went off into the woods today. He went and did work. We barely talked all day. And what a powerful tool and piece of permission that I learned from you that has dramatically impacted us in this circumstance. Yeah, the relationship obviously again is a whole other subject um, that we uh, definitely coach on. And yes, the sleeping in separate bedrooms, now not everyone has a luxury, right? Sometimes you just have one bedroom or your family and the kids have a bedroom and you have a bedroom, um, but then there's still the couch. Um, there's something really big around nighttime and sleep. And while I too, I love cuddling up every night, it's almost like I have to pull myself out and say, no, I need to go into my room and feel myself into my, in my energy, clearing everything else, including my partner. What I mean, you know, we all go to different places and deal differently with situations. So really coming into your own space and, and really feeling yourself there, and especially overnight, because I'm going a little bit more into the energy world here right now, but we do astral travel, meaning at night we just clean up and, and we travel to the stars and soul and whatever, like, like we're just really busy. If we're laying in someone else's energy field, then we're always enmeshed in that. And not even at night, we're going to get a break. And so we try to at least, no matter what, to sleep in separate bedrooms once a week. Right now, we're sleeping a lot more separate. And like you said, it's not that we're fighting. It's just like we are all one and we are individuals and and we need to you know in order for us to feel guidance and 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 really feel in alignment with who we are individually 
um, to then connect with whoever again. It, it's so important. And it also counts like when, when the energies build up and you feel like you want to jump at each other's throat, also to go in these rooms and to before you start talking about it, catch it there and go move it by yourself because most of it has never to do with your partner, actually. It's, it's just fear coming up. It is anxiety coming up. It's, it's all kinds of stuff coming up. And it's just like that last thing that we're waiting for to finally unleash our emotions and be able to scream rather than, oh, I'm going to go into my room and I take all my pillows <laughs> and I'm just going to do what I have to do right now. And, and I'm, it doesn't even mean there's words for it. It's just the sounds, which is another thing. Um, it's so much safer to release sounds instead of words that we're throwing at someone and because those will be remembered. Mm-hmm. And then we have a lot more cleanup to do. Well, I would throw daggers for sure. And even today and yesterday, I was frustrated with Connor and there was, you know, we were having a moment and I, I just walked out of the room and I went and sat in, on our bed and I just took some breaths. He's like, why are you walking away? And I just stayed silent with myself and I made some sounds as I breathed out and I came back and I came back in a place of empathy and compassion rather than I want to say mean things to you to make me feel better. It was a lot of my own insecurities that were popping up. Like you said, wasn't even about him. He was just a beautiful mirror for me to learn this thing. So for me to walk away, take a breath, collect myself, come back with compassion and have a very calm conversation, it's much more uh, positive and you get a lot more out of it when that's your state of mind rather than thrashing around in anger and nothing even makes sense in your own head, let alone the words that are coming out of your mouth. Yeah, absolutely. When there's stress, like the tip of the iceberg or the volcano, (laughs) you just really want to go somewhere else and work that off first so that you can have constructive conversations because, you know, sometimes you might even be right. It's like, okay, I really don't like this. But when it's topped with everything else or everything underneath, then, then it's just totally blown out of proportion and it's never a real conversation. Mm-hmm. I would love your perspective because so many people are in a place where they are in a house with someone else, whether it's a family member, a loved one, your children, a friend, roommates, and there are lots of things that are going to trigger us that normally we probably wouldn't care about. And oftentimes we probably wouldn't see because we're not usually together 24-7. Someone's at work, someone's at the house, you have the space. But because you're landlocked in this situation, things are coming up a lot more often than than normal. How how can we process that, not um, project all of our fears and anxiety on other people and maintain that compassion in those different types of relationships? It is literally to go into another room and to be with that because as much as we love people and we love our family or our partners or our kids, they can also drive us nuts um, because we're in a different place right now. So if you can find your own room, and like I said, to me, if nothing else, you have a car. Um, Of course, walks are amazing right now. We we really need to consciously create these spaces. of own room car, going on a walk, and really doing something for yourself, um, using all the tools and the exercises. I'm actually finding, and some of my clients, that they're growing together right now. 
Um, Because that's the other beauty of all of this, right? It's like we kind of have to figure this out because otherwise we're either going to kill ourselves (laughs) and each other. (laughs) Like it's it's not going to work. So breath, sound, and movement. And, and going into, like you said, when you said, okay, you left the conversation because you knew it was going to, it's almost like, I got to go now because I want to protect you. Yeah. <laughs> <For me. Sure>. mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't yeah. even know what I am capable of. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't want me to stay right now. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> so finding and creating these own spaces and again if nothing else take it outside of the house um it it is it is so so important right now because everyone experiences this whole thing different and and all of us go through "Ah, i'm excited we got this and it's awesome and then to oh shit like what's happening here and i'm losing it all yeah Someone asked, um, well, she, she made this comment and then she asked a question. She said, something that jumps out to me is that how as kids, adults tell you to use your words to express yourself as you get older. This, this expression to be through sound has essentially been conditioned out of me and it's refreshing to revisit. So yeah. good. Yes, exactly. Because the kids got it all right. Right. They, they feel something and they express this. They throw, I mean, I have three kids, they're grown up now, but you know, you walk through the supermarket, they don't get something. They throw themselves on the floor and just go, ah! and we would love to do that sometimes. Yes. <laughs> Especially when you're fighting with the last toilet paper or whatever, it's like, okay, I got to let some steam off. And, and so even in those situations to find, go to safety somewhere as fast as possible to release it as fast as possible and not say, okay, I'm an adult now and I can't do this. And I love this, this whole with the words and, and we we are so like, don't be so loud and you got to keep it all together and you got to respect, be respectful of others and you can't just throw a fit here. And yes, unfortunately that's, then suppressing all these pieces and it's the same like we're so eager to grow up and then when we're adults like ah i really want to go back to being playful and in in my childlike self so it's the best the best teachers are the animals and little children how they're doing it and as parents to give them the space to do that but also not like right at your ear right it's like okay go over there let it all out. And then there's this other piece, what you noticed earlier in, in the somatics, how often do we intuitively tell our kids, shake it off? And that's something that we find naturally and also with animals. Again, if, if there's danger in nature and a gazelle gets chased by a lion and she does make it and survives it, then the first thing that those animals do is actually shake to get that out again, out of their system and to realign their nervous system. So if we can do that too, if we get an information, you know, there, there is some bad news right now hitting us as the first reaction to actually shake and shake it off. Um, your body will do much better too. So good. She says, as a single person, and a lot of this being new to me, but resonating so positively, how can I incorporate this wisdom into dating in the future? 
I often find myself feeling distant from partners, but I'm thinking now that it's just a product of needing to sit more in my own energy. And she says she's a codependent in recovery. Codependent <laughs> in the recovery. Yes, girl. <laughs> we all been there. Yep. <laughs> yes. It, the thing is, in dating too, when you are actually sitting there with your date, you're not in your body. You're so not in your body. You're thinking about like, do I look good? Do I look okay? You, you're scanning, you're scanning your date. You, you're thinking about needing to talk smart and, and that, you know, we have this desire of being liked. So we're kind of like just here trying to figure out what does he want or she want, right? What, what's going on here? So rather than being connected with your body and staying there. And this goes all the way to a relationship. How many women, especially, saying they're losing themselves within the relationship? And it is because our attention goes outward and, and we're not here enough to actually say, what do I want? And what's, what's present for me? And, and how do I want to move right now? Now we're not there anymore to impress anyone. And um, and yet, at the same time, we do care about others too, right? And so always this check-in with your body before you speak. So many people get in trouble by just saying, yeah, sure, I'm going to do this. And then they start checking in. It's like, I don't want to do this. And then we have to always unwind all of this. So um, when it comes to dating, you just you show up who you as who you are because the truth is you cannot keep it up if you're trying to be something else and if this is successful and you keep on going eventually it will come out anyways so it's like this what you see is what you get and I'm just making sure that I'm staying true to myself and in alignment with me and there is the perfect match there was even a perfect match for me crazy person out there and I did not think after these past relationships that that would ever be possible so and it came all from me being me and eating the way I eat which was actually very fascinating to Jonathan back then because it took me forever to eat my salad and I, I, I just so taken the food and I used my hands and all of that and and he was just sitting there like what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> I can just see this oh my gosh. And so, yes, being yourself and still cleaning up, right? The stuff that are probably still not yourself that you heard, like, you know, someone said from your parents already, how to talk, how to not talk and when to talk and all of that. And to really release that and follow your body. Your body is so full of wisdom to guide you always back into balance mm. and authenticity. Yeah, I love that. Uh, Rosa wants to know if you have any tricks or exercises to do in a workplace or in public when the energies are bringing up something within you. I love how she calls it tricks. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of tricks. Um, so in a workplace, once again, you, if you're not in your personal office space, bathroom is the first place to go to. When there's really, and then, then there's the car, depending on if you're going, you know, to your workplace with your car and where it is parked. As the sounds want to come out, the, the first aid is literally to have your hands 
I can't do that. Otherwise, people can't hear me, right? But to have your hands and press them against your mouth and scream into that, that will not be loud. Ideally, you let it rip. But if you can't, you can like really hard press your hands again against your mouth so you can do it. Um, you can always shake in the bathroom. No one will hear that, right? Um, if you have the screams, um, yeah, you want to maybe cover your mouth or not. <laughs> um, but it's like what we said earlier, find a place of privacy. Or just really, you can always shake a little bit at your, at your workspace. You know, even if it's just your wrists and it doesn't look so crazy, you don't need to do the full body crazy wild shake there. But there's so much around um, really just shaking your hands shaking it off, whatever is there, and to start moving it. There's another, like, especially for women in the car or even on your chair, when you're feeling like you're getting tired, to do this undulating with your pelvis. Like you're literally going in circles with your upper body a little bit. Um, but you can make this really in small circles too that people don't really see that and all the way to thinking your movement with your pelvic area so that you stay in the flow because that's another thing too it gets stagnant right if you can't move it so depending on you know choose your level that's possible in that moment but there's always something that can be done I love that okay do you have any anything else you want to guide us through because I don't want to cut you off if you do I don't have any okay. right now because I, I do believe the breath, sound, and movement. And there was one, another reason that we, I kept it relatively short because, as you can see, you can always fit this in and you can even shorten it more. But to really be in your breath and your sound and in your movement, and sometimes, you know, you fill up a whole room with your, with your sounds and movements, and sometimes you just kind of get creative how you can do this in a smaller way. I love that. I would love for you to talk a little bit about what you are seeing and feeling about the world right now and your perspective on all of these shifts happening for us. Thank you. That's an honor. There is a whole complete reorganization that I'm, that I'm seeing here that is happening. There is an opportunity in this challenge that I see happening, there is symptoms of a virus coming here for us to get still. Like, I feel like there's literally a pause button that has been pushed, like massively. And it's just not, it's not just a state or a city, a state or the US, it's worldwide. And so I um, get excited about this because. It totally screams right now for, for new structures. Um, even all the way to that self-employed people, I just heard this earlier, self-employed people are going to get a, a, unemployment. That has never happened. And, and so I can even see this for me personally while I'm always pretty in tune and I feel like I've always shared my gift. I stood in my power all along um, knowing what I came here to do. Um, there's new things, there's new ways in me rising. And so there's the micro and the macro cosmos, right? And I'm, so what all of the things I'm, the, the subtleties I'm noticing in me, the pause button that 
is gonna, it's, it's, I'm really excited. I'm really excited um, what we are creating. Just also the giving, like Kelly, you, right? It's so generous to say, okay, I'm just going to show up. And there's so many, including me. I have my own ones too. It's like, I got nothing to do right now. So I might as well stop in my natural role and I gather the people and I can I provide information and I provide tools, especially for stress right now. And, and we're just here. And the help, and it's like, you know, we've always seen if there's things breaking down, if there's chaos, people freaking come together. And and this is going to be a whole new way because, hey, if we push the pause button, I, I don't even think people have really been thinking about what that actually means. Like, and because it's not just however long the lockdown is. <laughs> it's like the, all the after waves. And so... I've always been called to bring new paradigms in relationships and sexuality, but now it's a whole societal reprogramming. And the biggest thing, the biggest message that I actually have is we are creating this new world right now. And while it's sometimes hard to stay centered, to really remember the power of the word that we do all have. So while it's good to be informed, while it's good to exchange information and and to react like in the moment, but I invite everyone to actually see beyond that and co-create this with our thoughts, our vision, our desires, our dreams, like all of what we ever wanted is actually now possible if we do focus on what we want to create rather than, oh, the world's going down. Yeah, the world's going down right now, but it's like the phoenix out of the ashes and we're already creating that. Mm-hmm. So to be so mindful, how can we be as much as possible in our bodies, in that heart space, in the love, in, in collaboration, co-creation of this new world? And it, it, it is the micro-macro cosmos, right? We're, we're starting within. How can I actually align myself more with my truth now that I have this time on my hand? And while, of course, I want to acknowledge everyone who is working right now, like all these brave doctors and nurses and everyone out who is out there actually keeping everything going and dealing with, with, you know, this crisis. So going within and really seeing what we're also being asked to see what are my values? Mm-hmm. For me, there's a shift too of what's really important and I cannot not live my essence and bring this. And I'm being asked more than ever and new forms that I said, ah, that's not so important. Oh, well, now it's needed. And to bring all of that forth. And so I am excited in this total awakening. And it's not always pretty. I get that. <laughs> I think one of the things I've had a few conversations around in the last few days is being a leader at this time. And we're all human and we all have the ego and the voice that will pop in and try to bring us back down and into the darkness and convince us that not, you don't need to lead and you don't need to be light and love and, and all of these things. 
I know that my role is to be a leader and I brought together all of the greatest leaders that I know yourself and Jonathan included to hold this space and container and give people the tools and resources that I really feel are the most beneficial. And the people that are on this call right now and listening to this podcast, they are leaders and they want positive change. They want to be the one to be light and love. How do we as leaders navigate this space and know that it's okay to be human and to cry and to have sadness and fear and to still show up in the ways we want to show up? Like you said, we're all leaders, although I do believe we lead, we all have different ways to lead. And, and maybe it is not the leading. Maybe it is the remembering and definitely the leading by example. And we all have different callings. Like we all have, I um, used to say we're all like jelly beans. We're all the same, but we have different flavors. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> so you just got to figure out. Some still need to figure out what their flavor is. And, um, but no one is better. Like we are all different and that's what's so exciting. We all have different angles, different point of views and when we bring different things. So um, we're all co-creators and, and some are, you know, called like you with your podcast. I mean, that's big. I don't want to do it, but I'm over here and I'm holding this piece and someone else is holding that piece. Like I, I have no clue how to restructure politics. So I'm staying out of that. So it's it's for all of us to actually really find who we are even deeper and and how we lead, how we want to lead. You know, there's so much talk about leading from the feminine. That's a given that Mama Earth right now wants us to all get along already and to just <laughs> collaborate and co-create and, and come from that space. But yeah, we all have different places where we where we are coming from. And for me, as another one of those super sensitive ones, um, what like one of the biggest shifts that came out, and I feel it fits here, is that we just need to shine, like really, like the sun. It's and it's not about who is going to receive those rays um, or burn by them, right? That's not in our responsibility, but but to radiate out because as, as healers, as energy sensitive, have the tendency to take things in and on. And I'm guilty of that too, so many times. Um, and I have noticed in this time by myself here where no one is there, <laughs> but Jonathan, uh, to just start radiating it out. And that's leadership too. Like you're but totally transparent emitting like the radio waves right and all of the information you're shining out and it feels a lot less exhausting mm. than and it feels very genuine if that's the way you're showing up in your own style yeah. yeah and to see who is still offering their gifts for free right now because they just love being in that they, they cannot not do this we all get crazy when we're actually not being able to help and participate and contribute and and just to pour it out if if you're really struggling with giving right now without a return then it's a great place to look again is this really what i want to do after our 
you know, us being locked down and kind of on, on um, being grounded <laughs> to think about what we've done in the past. <laughs> yeah. Come out with new. The last thing I want to ask you, and I, I was going to stop, but you brought up such a good point. I think this is where a lot of people are. And when there is a crumbling, it's an opportunity to come out fresh and new. And the world is going to look a lot different. Jobs will be different. Opportunities will be different. Someone is in a state where they are now finding themselves in a new way and seeing themselves in a new way and looking to transition or grow in a new direction. What would your advice or guidance be for them? To start with the first step. To me too, I've... I've also changed and like for me the essence has never changed but i've changed the way how to deliver my essence and so it's like taking those steps into that direction you don't have to just throw everyone everything overboard but to i believe that if we start with that first step what is the very next first step and from there we have a different view again and we're taking the next step and the next step and to really see what's happening, because I totally believe if we're on the right track, then the universe, we take one step, right, and we carry 10, or, or everything is coming to us, um, to really dare to, to walk that. And right now, again, maybe give it all for free right now and just try it on and, and collect testimonials for all the coaches and, and healers out there, right? Just just do it. Just really do it. And, um, you know, it always starts small. Mm-hmm. And, and to see how your body responds to what you're doing. I think that was a big thing for me is like, I, I went from such a place of being contracted and upset and just felt like I was under a cloud to leaving that behind, moving into what I felt I was meant to be doing following one step at a time and my body just opened up so much and I was so expansive and I took up so much more space. And that's when I really realized, oh, this is what's meant for me. My body has been telling me all along and I had no idea. Absolutely. It's, I have noticed that twice in my life, a complete shutdown of my energies all the way to getting really, really sick. If I suppress who I am, and if I'm not following my bliss, it's, it's such a cliche, you know, saying, but it, it is like, that is the expansion that you're talking about. And the depression in so many people, I believe, is so much around depression, uh, suppression of who we really are, what we really want to do here and, and to come out. So... I don't think that there's time anymore and it gets more uncomfortable when we're saying, oh, not this lifetime. Oh, that's not for me, but I really want to do this. Not now, but you can't. Because someone told you somewhere you can't be that. You should be that. Oh, and yeah, of course, that's who you are. Rather than, no, that's actually not me. So that's this place right now too to play with all of this we have the time we really have the time to to be still and to use it meaning okay there's information don't dive too deep into social media and the media and whatever all right we get our information we do the things we need to do and then 
what else? Daring to be us. And yeah, if there's too much baggage, come over here. <laughs> Make it out a little bit clear because it is sometimes hard to, to follow this. But again, I think like globally, we have the chance right now to wake up and to actually follow that. And to not being able to afford even to not follow that anymore. Mm-hmm. Amen, sister. Thank you yeah. so much, Heike. You're so welcome. I love you. You're the best. Love you too. It's always so good to connect with you and just what you are here in this world. Thank you. You're the best. Thank you all so much for joining us. We appreciate you. Thanks for getting wild and moving with us and breathing and making all the noises. I wish I could have heard everybody. That would have been a little aggressive on a call, but I know you are all making great noises. So thank you for, for stepping outside the box and joining Heike and I. And Heike has truly changed my life and continues to on a regular basis. And give Jonathan my best. I will. He's so sorry he missed you. And <laughs> here because that's so his jam here. <laughs> oh, we'll do it again. Don't you worry. <laughs> all right. Thanks, guys. Have a great night. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening to The Kelly Show. If you haven't yet subscribed, be sure to do so now and head to ratethispodcast.com slash Kelly to leave a five-star review. And as a bonus for doing that, if you send me a screenshot of your review before you submit, I will get you a little thank you gift in the mail. All right, we have another juicy episode coming for you next week, so stay tuned. And as always, if I can support you in any way, please reach out. Remember, I'm just a DM or an email away. See you guys soon.